Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, it's been raining in Southern California, as it is wont to do, and it doesn't not rain in Southern California. Mm-hmm. But it is my fault. Oh, it's your it's your fault. Yeah, it's my fault, and I'm sorry. What would you do? I put a big, huge sweatshirt out to dry. <laughs> what? We have the, this okay. One. Wait a minute. It's it's one that takes forever to dry. You don't put it in the dryer, and you just oh. put it out because you needed the dry air and the sun. And then it started raining for days. Worse than that, mm. it's so it's so big. How big is it, Paige? It's so big that my washer can't handle it. It's like oh. it's like Richie got it and he got it oversized for him and it's like a double it's like, you know, like a thick uh sweatshirt material. It's it's double that. Like it's like it's meant to be it's very very insulated. It's super super warm. So I w- tried to wash it in the washer. Oh no. Cuz I spilled queso all over it. And um then <laughs> I and then and then it's doing that awful <laughs> Yeah. Beep. And then I can't open the thing. And it's Ugh. and then it's just in there, by the way, not just in there and not getting like spun dry completely. It's in there in like a foot of water because it won't even drain. Mm-hmm. And it oh my God. It's just a nightmare. And so then I tried to pull it out and tried to put it in the dryer just to be like, like I wrung it out as much as like it's so heavy and huge. I can't really even do. So then I tried to put it in the dryer. And then we were leaving the house. So I was like, let me turn off the dryer just in case. And I opened the dryer and it was hot red in there. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I don't know what that means. Like the whole back panel was like looked like fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) That can't be okay. No. So then I took it out and I put it in on. I put it actually I I I hung it from a hook on the wall and just put (laughs) put a washcloth underneath it. And Richie came in almost instantly by coincidence. By coincidence or just by instinct. Yeah. He hates a wet floor. Yeah. He hates a wet floor. And we've gotten to the bottom of it. It's because he grew up in Florida and the floor was often wet from the pool. Little rich boy. And then (laughs) so he was constantly traipsing through unexpected water in socks or long pants. Oh, I hate that myself, though. I do, too. But, you know, I... I also, I can get over it. I'm not like obsessed with getting water off the floor. Yeah. I don't know. He is obsessed with getting water off the floor. If you drop a drop of water, then if you turn around silently, he will have appeared. So <laughs> I hung my sweatshirt up and I was just like, I just put a, a lazy, lazy rag underneath. I like put it where we have the the aprons hanging. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, let's just let it drip. And I just thought I would let it drip until it got a little bit drier. And then yeah. he goes, this is insane what you're doing. And I was like, it's not insane. It's fine. And then he's like, no, it's not a fine. So we have this uh, like collapsible dryer rack that he used to use when he lived in, you know, an apartment without a dryer. Oh, yeah. I like dryer. those. Those are good. Yeah. I, I would like out. one of those. My yeah, birthday's nice. coming. You should get one of those because you have the sun that will actually dry something in very fast times. Yeah. So I put it. So I it was like, I was like, fine. Okay. You're right. So then he took it out. And put mm-hmm. it on. Actually, I guess it's Richie's fault that it's raining. Mm. So he went and put it out. 
Um, and then I put the sweatshirt on it and then uh, I uh, and then it started to pour, pour, pour rain. Yeah, we went out to dinner and came back and it was pouring. So it's fully our fault. And we're sorry. Okay. Sorry, but also it's been really fun because I love rain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. We got ramen last night. Oh, we watched Vanderpump Rules last night. Oh, yeah. You're caught up, correct? Yeah. I'm getting kind of tired of Ariana. Oh, man. It's it's hard not to cover Vanderpump Rules, I'll tell you what. Because I, I got a lot to say about that. I don't know. I I'm always a lala apologist. A lala apologist. A palologist. A palologist. I'm always a lala apologist. But you know, the when the trailer had that line that was just like, "I've never seen someone get cheated on and become a god." I'm like, I don't know. I. I get it. Well, I guess I shouldn't go on and on. But I do think that she's got a little bit of an ego going. Oh, my God, yes. Not that Sandoval isn't the fucking worst creature he on the is. planet. He is. He is. But, I mean, my God, just let him have his fucking birthday. I Well, yeah, it is it is his house, too, and and just go somewhere else. The, the hotel thing was a nice offer. I would have yeah. just found a way to, like, also get out of that shit hole bedroom you what have. What is with that? Why what is she with knows that? they're filming? Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks like a spell has been cast. It's I so know. bad. I spend two days cleaning when you're coming over. I spend two days cleaning when I'm coming over, too. Yeah. (laughs) I want my house to be clean. I don't understand it. But um, this is the one and only nice thing I will ever say about Sandoval for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Man, does he look healthier when he's not drinking. Mm-hmm. He looks mm-hmm. so. I mean, he he got some sun. He'd clearly lost some weight and been working out because he was on that show. Well, he got some filler too. Oh, I was gonna say that. I think he got some work done. Yeah, yeah, on his jaw. He got filler in his jaw. It looks better though. <laughs> well, that's not what this show is about. So I'm gonna supply you with a theme song. All right. Okay. <laughs> best friends i'm Paige. i'm irritated <laughs> okay i'm beth yeah well look i couldn't get the theme song to play for me so you had to hear three different versions of it and take me out to the ball game because <laughs> i was trying to get the soundboard to work i don't know why it isn't uh, well anyway uh so this film welcome to love you airy <laughs> welcome to love you airy i am your host mr rourke <laughs> oh my god I mean, Loveuary is so lazy. It's such a lazy name to call something. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> it's like, lazy? You mean it's pagey? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Am I right? At least that rhymes-ish. Yeah. This true. makes no sense. Loveuary. Why not, like, I don't know, like... Oh, I was going to say, what about January? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Why didn't they make the Jane Austen ones in January and call it January? That would have been so smart. Oh my god. Or save it till August and make it Austus. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? I guess Love Where is good. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, let's just stop. Um <laughs> You know, it wasn't as good as it should have been. Mm, I do. It's all Should hard. we say it together? Yeah. Paging Mr. Mr. Darcy. Darcy. Okie dokie. Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy, paging Mr. Darcy. <laughs> You're not Mr. Darcy. Your Dodger dog is ready. Your Dodger dog is ready. Yeah, yeah. according to Hallmark, when an overly serious scholar attends Agreed. a Jane Austen <laughs> annual conference, she strikes a deal with the man playing Mr. Darcy and finds her perspective and her heart changed. Starring Mallory Jansen, who is in fact British, and Will mm. Kemp, who also is. <laughs> Although that is the most... Unbelievably fake sounding English accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. I know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was just really disappointing. And it's odd because I've noticed that Will Kemp is, seems to be making appearances on a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. doing interviews, which is not my thing. I'd, I'd rather talk about them and not feel like I'm friends with the people and have to be nice about the movies. Especially oh, no, I would know. I mean, I, I understand that someday something might happen where we might eat these words, but I'd, I'm intentionally going to avoid it. I would never want to have someone on the show. Like, right. I would love to have someone not in the show. There are a lot of writers and stuff that I'd love to invite on, 
Right. But yeah, I'm not well, like. Well, I mean, we had we had Tupper, but we weren't talking about one of his movies. Right. And we and we had Jen Lancaster on who's just, you know, like, so we had like our little celebrities come on. But like, we were talking about stuff that doesn't put either of them on the spot to like, yeah. talk about their work, which I think is always a little bit like, oh, my God, like I heard Paul Campbell. Well, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say, but I heard Paul Campbell on a different Hallmark podcast. You did. Yeah. Reviewing his own movie. And I was like, what? What? Like talking about his own movie. And it's like. Uh, I don't know. Everyone was being nice, and, but and, and like he navigated it pretty well. But it was just weird because there was, you know, that podcast is meant for being snarky and stuff, and it was just mm. weird. And it's just not a position I'd like to put myself in because, right, it's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather everybody get to talk about what a piece of shit the movie is. Yeah, or or because that way, when it's great, you know that it, you're we're telling the <clears throat> truth. Oh my god, yeah. So totally. this one was just, you know, like I, I do, I like Will Kemp very much. He elevates things, uh, in a way. I mean, he's no my Thomas, my Thomas. Yeah, I mean, he's not there. And I don't want to name names, and I actually can't because I don't know everybody's name. Because <laughs> yeah. there just are some some of these actors. Let's just say on 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 some of the more mass produced movies, mm-hmm. some of the actors feel a little less convincing to me than others. And Will Kemp. Feels, you know, like he's not low rent, you know, at all. So no, yeah. So, I mean, look, I'll call him not- right out. Romance with a twist. Whoever the fuck that Ariel is, mm-hmm. diarrhea guy was. <laughs> <laughs> oh Diary- my god! Wow, that conjures an image. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, <sighs> yeah, but like that guy. Yeah, I wasn't buying him. I wasn't whatever. But 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 I think the thing about my Thomas is that he he gives it his all. Mm-hmm. Will Kemp gives it his all and like you, be- you believe like he doesn't he doesn't act like what he's doing is beneath him which I think is a really big problem for some of these actors yeah. you can tell some of them are just cashing a paycheck and I don't like anybody showing up and doing that Kate Chastain on the traders like I don't really want any but yeah. anybody who gives bored I'm like ugh, yeah grow up enjoy yourself like right. I don't care if you're in line at the mall like you don't need to be big, doing a big show about it like just try to be nice it doesn't do anything to be a dick about it Right. So, yeah. Um, I mean, this one, I think that they must have put, amazingly, it seems like they put more budget into it in a way, because, like, that opening was really cute. It's also on Peacock, so it's not just in the ether of Philo or whatever the fuck. Uh I don't know how many of them have been on Peacock, and if I've been unnecessarily paying for fucking Philo. I don't know. Um, Worth worth looking into. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm going to try and pay attention and see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, it's on on Peacock. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, did you have a title for this besides paging Mr. Darcy? No, my title is basically paging Mr. Darcy over and over <laughs> and over again, hoping that he will show up because he did not appear in this movie. <laughs> Mine is just simply a conference center love story because oh god, that's it doesn't, perfect. <laughs> it doesn't deserve something more creative than that. No. Uh, you know, I understand, like, okay, this is an example maybe of subverting subverting expectations in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Th- somebody may be sitting in a room and being like, you know, Mr. Darcy's always kind of brooding and dick. What if we made him, like, a total golden retriever? <laughs> like, I don't want that. Like, no. I, when I was thinking of paging Mr. Darcy, I thought I was going to get an enemy to, enemies to lovers trope. Yeah. Which in a context like this is fine. Yeah. And I thought no it was no meat gonna, hate. We don't like the no, meat not hate, a meat hate, but, but just uh, just a, a opposing personalities that yeah. that eventually make it. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. a clash that eventually becomes harmony. Agree, but it's not. No. He is <laughs> he is so beta and friendzoney in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But the, yeah, but the opening was really cute and. Uh, <laughs> My next note is, oh, fun, a meet hate with someone who isn't even the hero. She's yeah. on the plane. She's got the dorkiest glasses. Uh, mind you, she is highlighting the most well-known quote <laughs> on planet Earth, the opening line from Pride and Prejudice. Which was it? The, the, just the, it, it is a truth universally acknowledged mm-hmm. that a single man in possession of good fortune must be in want of a wife. And she's yeah. highlighting that. The first line. I might need to refer to this later. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. uh, Exactly. But the thing is, is that it would have been really great if she was highlighting that because it went on to directly correlate with the formula of the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. Like, it would have been a really good time for a movie where 
he has to find, you know, he has to find a date, a even wife. just like a yeah. date for- In order to get his inheritance or something. That or to, yeah, or to get promoted or something like that. Like, I know that sounds dry when you're saying it like that, but starting there, you know? But yeah, so then she's sitting on the plane and she's reading, uh-huh. she's rereading Pride and Prejudice. Like, I, I get it. The Austin heads are serious. Like, they're not fucking around. Right. And I know that they love these books and they, you know, they talk about it and they go to these conferences. And that's mm-hmm. why a million, like, you know, the, the Jane Austen book club exists, like everything. But yeah, to be, <laughs> to be reading Pride and Prejudice, like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I don't know. Read something yeah. new. No, it's it's just, <laughs> or, you know, if you were really that serious about Jane, then maybe you would be reading something a little bit more obscure or. Yeah. I just don't even know. Um, but no, it was, but then- it was, yeah. So she, there's this guy who's never going to matter again, right? Did he never showed up again, no. right? No. And it wasn't really like a cameo. It wasn't like it was, you no. know, it wasn't, I mean, there is one later in it, but yeah, it wasn't like it was Paul Campbell and it was there for fun. It was. No, and he wouldn't, this guy wouldn't know who Jane Austen was, and he wouldn't think, well, she writes romance novels, right? No, she's dead, and they were, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. But and, I don't think, but also, if he does, I don't think that it's so fucking far off for a, a stranger to be saying that something about them being romance. Like, I, the guy is clearly just trying to chat you up. Like, he's not, he's not actually here for a lesson. Yeah, but I don't think that guy had ever heard of Jane Austen. No, his casting was so broy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He looked like he looked like he still plays beer pong. Yeah. That's what he looked like. But I don't think romance is anybody's go-to. Even if you do recognize the name, you're going to be like, ah, the classics, huh? Even mm-hmm. though, even as classics go, she's gotten qu- quite cliche. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you know, the classic. My joke is always a Christmas Carol. You know, yeah. oh, Dickens. You know, like some classics have gotten so ubiquitous that they're 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 also very contemporary and even you know pop tart food kind yeah. of thing you know well i don't know i i, I don't think that it's that far I'm off not to dissing jane austen i'm just <laughs> saying the the choices here were already they were they were off to begin with I don't think that it's that far. I mean, I think that the one thing everybody really knows is, or like the two things is like Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's about Emma. a romance. So I don't think that some guy who doesn't know, you know, saying that is an offensive thing to say. And she, and I get that she's like, this is her livelihood. And she's like, so she's being really serious about it and whatever. Like, I get that. But I also just like, he's, he may be a smug fuck, but he's just trying to flirt, and she's like Hermioneing all over him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, like to that end, right off, I wished that they had made it look like she had no makeup on. I realize you have to have makeup on for a cam- the camera, right. but I wish mm-hmm. they had not the no made her look. look like she was like glammed up. I mean, for one thing, the makeup was not very good, so it just looked really. <laughs> it was midday, and she was wearing a lot of kind of glittery shimmery stuff so it was just really odd to me like this is not character consistent and i wouldn't normally notice that i don't think i've ever noticed or said anything about the makeup in these movies before hair i have admired but i've never noticed the makeup so this was particularly bad characterization i thought i know she had like she looked like she was fully made of honor like that's that that was her that was her makeup style and it's like I don't know. I really like a humble start with a with a heroine in her makeup, especially if she's on a plane. I don't know. Put yeah. her, put her at a little bit of a deficit so that I like her a little bit more. I don't, this woman was bossy and mm. like imperfect, you know. And I get that like characters like that. Like if if she if it had been built into her character a little bit that like oh she's like you know, she has to be perfect. She can't even fly on a plane without getting her fucking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. never leaves the face. Never. Leaves never leaves the face without her house makeup (laughs) never leaves the house without her makeup you know it's like it's it's but no 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 so yeah not loving it um so yeah yeah so that was like rude yeah i love makeup too so i i I really am i'm I, i realize it's weird for me of all people to be saying this but it really wasn't a me being a makeup noticer that made me think this is not consistent. No. And he did say, should I come? And she's like, yes. She was so enthusiastic. She was like, yes, please come to my speech. And he doesn't. 
What would have been great is if the sister had decided to leave her super fucking lame, passive aggressive husband who isn't enough for her. And if they'd written the guy on the plane well enough that we were excited to see him again. And then when he came back, they met. That would have been been, Yeah, that would have been had some symmetry too. So she gets off the plane. She's somewhere. I don't. Did we ever find out where? No, but it's crazy because the hotel had a big gold sign that said Peacock Alley. So at first I thought they might have shot it at the Willard, which I would have been shocked to, to for them to have done because I, for anybody who doesn't know, I used to be the beverage director at the Willard and um, I, it's in Washington, D.C. It's the Round Robin Bar, the, you know, it's a whole thing. So it would have been really crazy for them to film there. It would be very expensive and yeah, a lot of stuff, but there's an identical gold sign in a huge hallway there called the Peacock, Peacock Alley. But no, it was filmed in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where it's set. Right. Okay. Minnesota. Well, I guess. Yeah. Just <laughs> exactly. I was going to say it's just anywhere where there would be a conference, and yeah. we did. You remember you went with me when I was went to a librarian conference in Man- Minneapolis. Oh, that's true. So yeah. she gets you off got the food plane. Poisoning. I sure did. I sure and I taught did. you about listeria because I was in the heyday of my food safety from oh work. My God. Yeah, it was from room service, too, all the unjust Blech. things. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's talking to her sister on the phone. The sister seems really young and goofy. Oh, God. <laughs> she's uh, a silly little thing, that one. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So there he is, Will Kemp, dressed oh my as God. Darcy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she's walking out of the airport, and she's just like, it's, it's not like I'm going to find my own Mr. Darcy. And then he's there with a sign and a top hat in full regalia. That is like the time Adam picked up his sister from the airport and she was a mime and she remained a mime all week. You can leave this in because I don't care. But he introduces himself (laughs) and what I'm hearing is Stanley. Stanley. I think his name is Sam, but it sounded like Stanley who is quite famously... The creator of Spider-Man. Yeah, no. And Sam once again, Lee. I am reminded of Sophia Lorenzo. It's just like, oh, <laughs> come on. Nobody caught this. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, yeah. And now a bunch of tourists are taking his pictures. And laughing and pointing. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's, it's, oh, my God. It God. reminded me of um, in 90 Day Fiance, the one of one of the few seasons I was I've watched, which is not a not because I don't want to just because it's overwhelming. There are so many now, but it's, I remember even, it's even confusing for me. And for a while, I knew all of them. Yeah. Well, there was that one guy. I just remember that one guy picking up his fiance or she was picking him up from the airport and he mm-hmm. was doing like an indigenous dance in full regalia. Asuelo. Yes, oh, that was Asuelo. Yeah. Um, I only know that. <laughs> Well, for one thing, it was memorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for another thing, they did several different seasons. Actually, they're divorced now. Oh, I think. my gosh. I think. Well. Yeah. He the- was from Samoa. And That's right. she lived in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff I don't need to know. You're an encyclopedia. Uh, not when it comes to like uh, having to write an outline for my own book, which I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> But I can but, tell you all about Asuelo. That's right. Well, same. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on about Sandoval and Ariana, but I got index cards on a big table in the other room waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. So, I can't make any sense of that gossip and or can't make any sense of the drama in my own book. But man, can I talk about it on Vanderpump? Yep. So, well, it reminded me of Asuelo because even then people weren't laughing and pointing the way that this they were pointing and laughing at Mr. Darcy. I don't know. I also got the feeling that like this isn't an, an annual thing and I don't know it just didn't seem like it was like the craziest thing in the world although it would mortify the living shit out of me. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. No. Yep. yep. Mortifying. Mortifying. And she's so- mortified but she's not like fun funny. She's charming and she's just like oh my god what is happening right now? She's just like uh, no, I don't need a ride. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll see you at the conference. Uh, thank you. I don't like being the center of attention. And it's just like, oh my God, like someone pulled the stick from her ass. I know just- they should have, it would have been really funny to treat it like, you know, like when you're having your birthday dinner at Chi Chi's and a bunch of American <laughs> teenagers are wearing sombreros and singing and <laughs> clapping happy birthday at you. Like that would have been really funny if he was keeping up the act and she was like, Oh God! Is anybody looking? Yeah, but, if but she they had already to get blew there. that because all the people were rushing toward him, like as if he were Anne Hathaway 
in Italy. Calma, calma. <laughs> I can't take pictures with all of you, but I want to give you something. So I'm going to stand here and wave for a moment. Would that be all right? There's no need to rush. Oh, no, both of you, please. Calma. <laughs> calma to you and calma to you. <laughs> and you, and you, oh, and you. There is no you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. her, uh, her, she's so, so some young girl is running after her screaming, Professor Cavendish. <laughs> she's a fucking celebrity in her own right, apparently. Yeah. And she uh, is giving the keynote, which she does right away. And her message to students, 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 that's her a student, to, student audience, student audiences, students, <laughs> uh, women have to go above and beyond to get what they want. What oh an God. inspiring message. <laughs> no, what the fuck was that? I was like, oh, I was waiting for the crazy objection from Dr. Jennings or whoever. I was like, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> but for real. Was, but for real. I was like, oh, we're teaching women that to accept and operate under the continue to compensate for the yes. yeah, the male-dominated society that we live in. Yeah, and to just obey that toxic nature Amen, and just sister. work and try harder. Yep. I mean, that's like something you say when you are you know, in lessons in chemistry, it's like, it's, it's 1958 and you want to be a scientist and you're like, look, there aren't a lot of women in this field. And so from me to you, kid, you got to work a lot harder. Yeah. We're not there anymore. It's so regressive. I mean, like, I'm not pretending that it isn't hard for all kinds of people still to do what they want, but to be perpetuating that message is crazy. I don't know. It was very, very weird. Yep. So, uh, this is all happening and she makes eye contact with Darcy. He wants to speak with her alone. So he's like, I don't know. He's trying to rescue her, her from oh, Jenny. Jenny's looking yeah. at him like she's looking at an actual ghost. Like she doesn't <laughs> understand that he's a person in costume. And why would she? Because so far he's like the only one. Oh what is God. this? This is so creepy. He's like the he's, mascot. <laughs> he is. That's right. Oh my God. He's so... Will Kemp is so charismatic, given the chance. And here he just looks like some mentally deficient dope <laughs> who's, who's just like, this is his version of the Spider-Man costume. I know. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, which all goes with being Sam Lee. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It was so like, it did not need to be pathetic, but it felt hard pathetic. Well, yeah, and then she tamped it down with, I will not be pretending to be a teenage heroine husband hunting in a dead century. I'm a scholar, <laughs> not some Fitzwilliam Darcy fan girl. Yeah, which is crazy because, like, she has absolutely no fucking fun with this fe- festival, with this uh, whatever the fuck it is. She oh, it's any- not a festival. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. She doesn't have any fun with it at all. Look, the thing is, is that if you, are, if you have made... Jane Austen world, your passion, or it is your passion, you've made it your career, you'd think you'd have a little fun being around a bunch of like-minded people who you don't have to be embarrassed in front of. That's why people thrive when they're amongst their peers who aren't me at Comic-Con. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, and the thing is, like, look, I loved Harry Potter so much. I have never been the dress and a cape Harry Potter person. Yeah. But if I was for some reason, if they were only giving book the next book out to people who go to this conference, I would go and I would not be dressed up, but I would not be judging people who were. Right. And I'm not somebody who's made a professorship out of loving those books, you know? But, like, I wouldn't be sitting here being like, look at this fucking embarrassing thing. He's fucking dressed like a house elf. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, not that she literally said that, but she... Was very cringy about everybody. Well, sort of, no, to the contrary. She was, but in a way, they were also like giving it some sort of like, she says, I'm not one of those women who hang off your every word just because you're wearing breeches and a hat. What? (laughs) One of those. What? That's like, I'm I'm not one of those women who's going to just fall at your feet because you're wearing a tinfoil hat and you have a dead tooth. (laughs) Breaches in a hat. <laughs> Your pogo stick does not impress me, Captain. 
Captain. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to go to a dork space like that, it has to be a safe dork space. <laughs> and she made, I would have felt judged around her. I, I agree. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Safe dork space. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't know. They deserved better than being in the company of the most judgmental woman to work in Jane Austen <laughs> scholarly pursuit of all time. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, she's stalking. The writer, oh Victoria Dr. Jennings. Jennings, Dr. Yeah. Jennings. And so, yeah, I had my note here is that, yeah, Victoria said she was looking forward to her keynote. So what was the big, you know, you're women, so you suck, try harder. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't the keynote. No, that was like some sort of intro speech that was not interesting, whatever. But when she approaches Dr. Jennings, she goes over to her with the with Dr. Jennings book in her arm, under her arm. And again, you're in a dork space, allow whatever. But the thing is, is that that is so wearing the band tee to the concert. It's just like, just don't don't look like a fucking stalker. You're going over and making conversation based on the continental breakfast. You know, don't pretend that you don't know who she is. If you're going to walk over with her book and it's like, oh, quite the spread. And like, just yeah. walk over and say, Hi, excuse me. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. And, um, you know, let me know if you need your own space. But I, I just wanted to say I'm so happy that you're here. And, I, you know, I love you. I have your book literally right here. I don't know. Be human. Always. Be charming. <laughs> yeah, I always love it. But no, it was just it was really creepy. And yeah. then uh, doc, Dr. Darcy. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds gross, but Dr. Darcy here to love you up okay oh so okay mr darcy is his her nephew stepson something yeah (laughs) it was i think it was her nephew no hallmark hallmark has a lot of like ants yeah and i think that if they just stopped killing parents they wouldn't have to make these strained weird relationships <laughs> i know exactly why isn't that just his mom yeah i i know, I, 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 can't, I i can't even imagine like <laughs> dressing up and going to a conference my aunt is going to my aunt is going to as a as a favor it's not inconceivable i feel like jacqueline could talk me into something like that but the thing is i guess i'm picturing my aunts not yours yeah that is true i know and i would do i would do jacqueline any favor she ever asked me but the thing is is that there's just just a strain it strangest credulity for no reason it's just you shouldn't notice stuff it's like what Richie always says, like, if you're noticing continuity errors yeah. in a movie, the movie's failing you, whether you, like, in bigger ways. Like, okay, it should yeah. be paying, you know, you shouldn't be noticing. Yeah. And that's how I feel about, the, that's how I feel about these kinds of Hallmark choices that they make where they're like, okay, so, as a little fun twist, mm-hmm. what if it's just his aunt? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> like, why? It doesn't serve anything. There's yeah. no reason they can't be mother and son. It's. Why does he even have to be, why can't he be like an actor wanting a paycheck? Yeah. Or like, instead of he's just a weirdo pursuing somebody else's passion, his aunt's, you know, Jane Austen passion. And he's been doing it for a decade or something. Yeah. 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 But, but, but it's, but it's, well, I guess that the reason he has to be related in some way, again, a better reason for him to be a son is that he's like protective of her because she, because he, because whatever. Okay, this is when I don't understand their deal at all. Like, she, he's like, I can help you get the job at Princeton. No, you fucking can't. No one can help someone get a position at Princeton. Yeah. <laughs> especially not a man Hopefully. in, especially not a man in a top hat. <laughs> like, but yeah, he's like, I can help you get the job. All I need is for you to help me get that guy away from my aunt. Like there's another guy who's like they're like they they think that this other guy is is like courting Dr. Jennings because he wants the the position at Princeton. Again, not how academia works. But uh, you know, just go over and talk about the continental breakfast at the courtyard inn and then you work at Princeton. Um <laughs> but so then they strike a deal where he's just like you get you help me get that guy away from my aunt and I'll help you get the job. That guy being Crispin Crane, an actor. 
<laughs> you know how you know how actors are always hungry for you know mature academic scholars. Wait, he he's that his he's an his role character, is is an actor. His character was that of Crispin Crane, the actor. I well, I guess we don't learn that until the is. end. Oh, that right, like I, a, I learned it in the beginning because that's where I made the note. Okay. <laughs> Well, it just doesn't make any sense. Their deal, like I don't understand. So many, so many. I can't remember other ones where this has happened, but it's happened. But like, there. Why are they always like? There's, there's such a difficult to understand deal. It's not just like okay. So we have, we both want thing. We have a mutual. This can be mutually beneficial. I want this, and you want this. I can help you, and you can help me. That's. It's never just clean of like. You know, I don't know. I, any anything else would make more sense. Like he can't help her get a job at Princeton, but even if you want to go with that fantasy world, mm-hmm. then make him want something else. Make give him a girlfriend that he, or a girl that he's trying to avoid because she's like obsessed with him. Right. Like give him like this girl, and like it's just like the, just can you just pretend to be my girlfriend because this girl comes to every single one of these and she's you know I don't right. know I don't love that because it makes him seem a little egoy but there again it's just stronger than what they do which is just I yeah. don't know why these people are making a deal yeah no it's <sighs> dumb yeah he just because he needs a partner for lawn games and dancing yeah and they do start very early on talking about all the dances of the periods which is around the time I made the note and you think texted you that <laughs> I'm thinking Georgian was the least sexy period for men Ugh. that there was notwithstanding you know the the darcy coming out of the water scene with colin firth colin firth but i mean like no it's oh, not a this sexy. Was not doing it for me this was like so un it was undoing it for me like, you know who he reminded me of he looked exactly um, like oh. <laughs> the ghost in the uk ghosts the one who gets shot in the stomach and he's like and then he's like a poet who's in love with the oh, main God. girl. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that guy's really funny. But his yeah, whole hilarious. point is that he's a very fey poet yeah. and yeah. very unrealistic and very... He's a little prince of poetry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like not the least manly man in the world. So, yeah, yeah. tracks. And then her sister shows up and she's a total fucking dingbat. Like, she's so spacey and sort of just like... <sighs> So early in the movie, we establish she thinks her boyfriend's about to propose. And then, like, at this point, she sh- she gets dropped off by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's in tears. And then her sister's like, what? What's going on? And then she says, what did you do when they're in the hotel room? Which, again, this woman has, like, internalized sexism in a way that's crazy for somebody who is obsessed with Jane Austen. Yeah. And then the sister does say, why would you assume it's my fault? Yeah. Well, like, look, Emily... It's getting, you know, like going through all the dating stuff she's going through. I'm not going to ask her, do you think any of this was your fault until it really seems like it is? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not just going to be like to my sister, be like, oh, no, you're in tears. What'd you do? Stupid. Right, 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 right. right. Well, she, although well, she, what happened was her boyfriend proposed badly. Well, okay. But yeah. the thing is. Okay, if that if you get proposed to by your boyfriend and in any way your response is to run and cry, yeah, I don't care what you're perceiving it as. That's yeah. a bad sign. Yeah. You can make it about whatever you want to make it about, but it sounds like maybe your heart is screaming to get out, and that guy sucks so hard, and she's and she's not happy. It doesn't matter if it's if it's crazy, although it isn't because the proposal did suck. He's like. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to talk to you about something. And they're like at the grocery store, and he got her a mocha. And then he's just like, and I. There's a way that that could be very romantic if you are super, super in love. But this girl loves a good drink, grand gesture. Yeah, you know, like I, I just feel like if it wasn't enough for her, it's not right for her. Yeah. If if she has a if her instinct is to get away from it or to to say I want to be loved, which is what she says, I want romance, I want to be loved, you know. There's yeah. a healthy way to have that conversation and be like, look, not everything is a movie. You have to understand that yeah. like rom- romance changes. The meaning of romance changes the longer you're in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. But like, if she doesn't want to be in the fucking relationship, let her leave. And I wrote, honestly, it doesn't sound like this woman should be with this man. And if she tries to convince her, I'll be mad. Yeah. And my next note is I'm mad <laughs> because the sister immediately is just like, well, I love you and I'm here for you. But I think he really loves you too. 
Mm. Not fucking helpful. All these women. There was a mom doing that too in one of these where it was just like some mom who was just like, oh, it was um a Christmas kiss where that woman went on a date with that guy from her high school and that guy oh, right. mm-hmm. who was the journalist. And she was like, she was like not happy after either date. And then her mom is like, I don't know. I think he's pretty cool. And it's like, yeah, because yeah, you gazed out a window at him. Like, I don't know. It's flawed. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. so their their conversation is interrupted by him still in his cartoon costume. <laughs> I mean, oh God, it just wasn't sexy. It wasn't hot. It looked so stupid. You know what it is? It's cosplay. If this had been time travel, it would have been different. But it was just, yes, he's LARPing and I hate it. I hate it. I hate you know what would have been good, it. though? What would have made it hotter is if he was super, super confident. Yeah. And if he was just like, if he was loving it and just kind of just like, why? These people, like these women spend every other day of the year dreaming about what, you know, like these in this world. And yeah, it's a little silly. I know, you know, like this isn't my best look, maybe, but I also, you know, it's just fun. It's just a little fun. Who cares? Like, I think that would have been so much hotter than just, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it didn't work. I don't know. I agree. I think so too. And uh, anyway, so he's there in costume. He's taking her to get her costume. At this point, my note is: I'm very concerned about this movie. <laughs> and then I have the random quote. And I have to guess it was he that said it. Did you bring your period appropriate undergarments? Which just sounds go- like a sanitary pad. It sure does. It sure does. And it wasn't. I got a pocket full of pocket full of pocket full of tampons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it at best it wouldn't have been funny. So who wrote this? You know, no, I know. I guess we could find out. Well, they go off to the buffet, and she heads off Crispin Crane to <laughs> keep him away from Victoria while Sam swoops in and. I don't know, gets his aunt to leave the table. I don't know why we're doing this. I don't get the game. And then next scene, I mean, so that scene just happens. And then he's with his aunt and some other hens. And Eloise (laughs) walks up and he's thrilled to put a hat on her. (laughs) And I don't know why I have this note, but was he making this hat? What's going on? (laughs) Is he being paid for this or is this a hobby? Yeah, we didn't really know the whole scoop yet. <laughs> well, and that was like his college friend who does the costume stuff. She yeah. was the most interesting character, honestly. Yeah. It's like she was the most natural and everything. And like, I don't know, as I'm plotting my book and stuff, it's just like I keep the the thought keeps going through my head that you make your most interesting character the center of your story, which it sounds obvious. But when you're brainstorming, it can end up being not what happens. And I feel like that happens all the time with time with these movies. Yeah, I was more interested in the sister. I was more interested in everybody but the main character. People make the main character so dry sometimes, and yeah. you have to give them flaws, you know. And that's the like Carrie Bradshaw could have very easily been written as like the normal one when she's the sex addict and she's the prude and she's uh, uh, the lawyer, you know. And, but Carrie Bradshaw was very very flawed and had a lot to grow through. So it's just, you know, they, they could have made her pretty dry, but they didn't. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, this character, she, they didn't, she didn't have flaws that they worked to, to grow through. Right. And like, that's what you have to do. You know, you have to, you have to give them, you have to give them something to grow beyond. And instead, she's And not just something like, that, that, that your potential partner just needs to learn to ignore. And yeah. that, that really was what this was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And she's a power lesbian and you cannot convince me of in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Otherwise, when they're at the one... <laughs> there's like the one the thing he's like i've got a surprise for you and he takes her to like some stone building where there's like two old jane austen poems and stuff she's just that was what it struck me and i was just like this woman yeah. <laughs> just walking around not getting the romance of it at all like reading that she's just like everybody says that he she was in love with this guy but there were only two letters and i don't think so and then he's like teaching her that romance exists in jane austen i don't know yeah, and we had a, a a moment, a redemptive moment, it seemed. Well, for one thing, I was just so fucking relieved to see him in real clothes. Oh, my and God. he is hot. He looked great. Yeah, he's cute. But he made the point here that he's doing it for his aunt, and he thinks it's funny, but he says, I, but I like it, you know? Mm-hmm. But then he says, still, it's nice someone sees me beyond the hat and breeches. So we're, we're mentioning the hat and the breeches again, <laughs> like it's the chick magnet that... And she's not. She's not uh, seeing him beyond the like. She's no. He definitely she, isn't. No, she's not like interested in in him. <laughs> Period is the end of the sentence. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's just he's so nice, and she's just not getting it. And I don't know why she just thinks everything's so silly. And then they have the lawn scene, and that's when. Well, Benj- you say just to be clear, though, when she thinks everything's so silly, it's in the sense that. She's looking down on it. Not yeah, she thinks that, it's not foolish. She's giggling and having fun with it. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they have the lawn games part, which actually looked like the most fun to me. Mm-hmm. They were like course, doing lawn yeah. bowling and there was like food and drinks and whatever. Oh, and they had the whole thing about trying to get food because there's some sort of food disaster. And she's like, I, and she like, here's Dr. Jennings trying to solve this problem. And she's like, I actually taught a class on uh, Regency cuisine. era cuisine. Or yeah, yeah. Georgian cuisine. And uh, maybe I could be of some help. And I don't know what I missed, but the next thing that happened is that they're at like a Carl's Jr. ordering 60 fruit salads. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it really kind of lost it lost me because they went he charmed the gatekeeper into letting them use the kitchen while she distracts the cops and then they're <laughs> chilling something overnight and then he <laughs> makes her an omelet and it's just like Yeah. I didn't understand any of that. But the, but the, but it included a stop off at a fast food joint. So I don't know what the fuck. But yes, anyway, back to the lawn scene. They're there. And then that's when the sister show. Actually, that's when some golf guy he knows just comes up to bully him. Yeah. And there are a lot of Wickham jokes, right? I guess Wickham was, you know. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Like it was just not necessary. I don't know. Because like because they didn't really like it wasn't developed in any way that like, oh, you know, and I know that they acknowledge it later. Like, oh, he actually used to be really socially awkward. But this is. The hat and breeches has helped him break out of his shell. But yeah. then this, he wasn't confident when the golf guy came up. He was like really nervous and felt embarrassed. And then yeah. Benjamin Ayers was in the golf cart, who's another Hallmark hero. What is he from? I don't know, but he's in the one with Allison Sweeney that's coming up. Okay. I knew the, the name sounded familiar. Well, I know him not specifically from any movie, but because he commented on my Hallmark. <laughs> my Hallmark. Oh, movies. that's why his name sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And he runs the... That Hallmark University like merch line. Oh, cool. So there you go. Follows me. But um, and then the sister shows up and says, no more. No more. She's all dressed up, by the way. She's all dressed up. I was missing the sister was the heroine. I know. She was so cute. And she shows up and goes, no more. No more. Stop it. No more fun without me. And then I just my note is, why does this woman hate her sister? Yeah. Like. She, she seems so disappointed to see her. She's been like eating ice cream and watching Pride and Prejudice in the hotel room because it's all that's on. Yeah. <laughs> in this closed circuit television system. Yeah. And <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she she's like, and then Mia is her name. Yeah. And like Mia's character and Will Kemp would have been a much better pair. Like his whole, like if we are to give this the credit of saying that he had a character arc or like, you know, he had he had personal growth that he'd been through before we got to him off screen. Yeah. It was that he, what would have been better on screen, obviously would have been better to have over the course of the movie, is that he needed to work on feeling comfortable and allowing himself to maybe be embarrassed and just to like accept it and like, you know, feel confident and comfortable. 
And this girl is kind of a free spirit and she's like cheerful and she makes those things seem, you know, it makes, she makes it all seem pretty easy. And so they're like flirting and whatever. And obviously it comes back around later. Well, not obviously, I guess, but it does come back around later. Like they talk about it, but then her would be fiance boyfriend shows up and he's such a dick. Except there was a moment where he backed off and saw the hat and the breeches and said, sir. Yes. Oh, I thought that was so funny too. That was very funny, but yeah, but he's other than that though. Yeah. yeah, Like that was very funny, but like, yeah, at one point he's just like, he's just like, so you've just been here like flirting with this romance cover novel reject. Yeah. Like Jesus. Agreed though. Agreed. I actually liked him because when he was leaving, he's like, and I'm taking the flowers with me. (laughs) I don't know. It just seemed like, she doesn't like him, so I didn't like him because that character was more of a main character. And I just thought, I don't know. I guess I was just really feeling f- protective over all these people who want to go be dorks together. And I yeah. was just kind of like, I didn't want some outsider coming in and judging it. Mocking it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Fair. Fingers crossed. These other movies look like great fun. Oh. But there is going to be some sort of time travel kind of stuff and ghosts and stuff. And there will be costuming. And I, it really is not a diss on that. It's just to act like this guy who's taking time off of his real life, whatever that is to what the hell is his real life? I don't, I never found out as you know, I I don't know. There was nothing to make him seem like anything other than a grifter in a hat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. And that's not hot. No, but he did have the great line. I'm just here for the lawn games, which same. Yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, if you want to know how good I thought this movie was, I stopped and cleaned my toilet halfway through. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. How long were you thinking about it before you finally did stop the whole well, first I just half went of the to movie? Pee. I went to pee and then I was just like, no, you know, I could give this thing an old scrub. And I just thought, why not get the dust off the top of it? Like, that is what I would rather be doing. And then, yeah, this is when they're they're talking about how he used to not be confident, but it's because of the costume, which I wrote in quotes because of what? <laughs> but then they're like, there's this play that's going on. And to be honest, though, I've never worn a Mr. Darcy costume. Maybe it is magical. It's true. We don't know. We don't know. And we're not judging, you know? It's oh, like but that might be around the part that I made this note. Sounds like Sam is an incel. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because like they're talking about how he just like how he can't talk to people and he's got this whole thing and he's only confident in the costume. And I'm like, this like 40 something year old dude needs a hat and breeches, breeches to like. Yeah. I don't buy and, it. And is his British accent even real? Like we don't account for he the said fact he, that his. He said it was. But is, but his aunt. Oh, that's why. That's why they made it the aunt. Because she's American. Oh, for God's sake! Like they couldn't okay, have written in this around case, that. But there, there are a lot. There are a lot of bands. Yes, in but the- also there are a million. There are a lot of people who are like he could have been raised in England and she's not. So, well, no, but <sighs> that that super didn't work for um, Budapest. Oh my God, crazy! Everybody's <laughs> no. American. Why not? Why not? Why couldn't the aunt just have a British accent? Huh? Yeah. Let's let's go with that. Let's not just. I mean, like it could still be his fucking mother. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> But and I know that Will Kemp is British, so the fact that it just made it, even that seemed fake was just some real took some Rough. real heavy lifting for this script. Um, but then there's some kind of play going on. Oh and yeah, Jenny, Jenny desperately needs a, a Darcy and an Elizabeth Bennet. Yeah, man, things must have really gone sideways, and mm-hmm. they've only got four hours, mm-hmm. which uh, pretty fast to be off book, but. Um, and like, and then he volunteers because he already has the costume. And then, of course, Mia should be in the play. She's the only one actually having fun. Yeah. Like, she's like, she's just like, I'll do it. And yeah. then they do do it. And she has a great time on stage. And she's like totally enjoying this thing, even though it's not her thing, which is great. And then they have the end where they kiss, but it's mm-hmm. fake kissing. And then our heroine is watching and she's just so sad to watch it. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. But of course, because in Hallmark World, you could never kiss someone on stage and then grow up and then like have him date her sister. So the, it like the camera pans to them and they're just like wait, waggling their heads like six year olds. Uh, and then they're having like there's like the whole event. And I, I wrote this sister is going to charm her way into a Princeton job because she's just chatting people up. Everybody likes her <laughs> except her sister. 
And then, yeah, she likes, she's talking to Dr. Jennings and she like says the wrong thing. And it's just like, yeah, pretty much what we're talking about. She's like, yeah, my sister is very serious. She thinks all this stuff is very silly, but like, you know, but she'd be a great professor for your school. And then the sister is so mad at her. And then she says, if you, if you know, like, I like, I don't know, it's the crisis at the end of the movie. So she's just like, yeah, you, you just show up here and I'm trying to stop you from making the biggest mistake of your life. Again, the biggest mistake of her life is leaving a man. Yeah. What? No, it's- this is this is so misogynistic, which is not Jane's message. No, it's internalized misogyny from this character's perspective. Yeah. And if anything, it like it, it was lobbing it up so much it looked like it was gonna have her learn that she's actually been missing a lot of the point. But of course, it's not what it is. Um, so yeah, and then it, it gets to the uh she storms off to an elevator, which is funny <laughs> because you can't really go over there and jam your button finger on the button. Yeah. And then he tries to talk to her and she's a dick. And, th- and then uh, she wakes up the next morning after having a talk with her sister. Wait, no, you've what one, I one interjection uh-huh. where he pouts that he doesn't want to dance with somebody who doesn't want to dance with him. No. Yeah. <laughs> And then he, I have him like, you know, Same. twirling around her. And all I can picture is like the car dealership floppy noodle man. <laughs> Wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man. <laughs> Wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man. Yeah. I, I believe that was find those on delightful. If I had a lot of property, I think I would just have one of those on it. No, two. I don't want him to be lonely. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so yes. So then carry on. Yeah. So then, yeah, then she wakes up and there's a hot, hot coffee steaming waiting for her. So I guess her sister had just left the room. Yeah. And then it's like, thought you might need some space. Go get them, Tiger. And then she does. She goes and gets them, Tiger. She's like at this thing giving her speech. And she's in, she's decided to be in era appropriate clothing. So she's dressed like Elizabeth Bennett. She looks way better, weirdly. And then, <laughs> yeah, true. I couldn't help but notice one of the fans in the audience wearing a straight out of Chotten shirt, which I believe maybe we've also evolved past white people wearing riffs on straight out of Compton t shirts. I don't know. We, well, apparently, we have not. <laughs> oh my God. And especially a Jane Austen riff. Very weird. Um, and then they're at the ball, and yeah. Mr. Darcy's about to arrive, but it's not Will Kemp. Yeah, and exactly. Everybody hushes whilst the costumed people come in. Yes, and then and like the main character, like look looks over like, oh, it's gonna be him, and then it just isn't, and it's just her sister's uh, it's boyfriend, Rob, her sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Yes, and then he gets on one knee and proposes to to her to the sister, mm-hmm. and she has complete ring blindness. <laughs> and just says yes, completely forgetting about all the rest of this. And I understand that what she wanted was a grand gesture and he figured it out, but still. And then, uh, yeah, Will Kemp is just walking around in like a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt. Yeah. Like, why is this is the one time he's not dressed up? Yeah, I know. Well, he apparently spent all day talking to Rob and then getting him, you know, giving yeah. him his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the shirt off his back. And in her speech, she says that Pride and Prejudice is the most romantic book she's ever read, which is not what she said. She said when she was 13, it was the most romantic book she'd ever read. And I'm thinking, God, when I was 13, I was reading Woody Wiss, which were romantic books. Yeah. But I mean, these, this drives me crazy because they're the period pieces like this. I just feel very strongly that all the Brontes (laughs) and the, the, the Austin books are very, much social commentary and and there mm-hmm. is romance, but I just don't think they're romances. Right. But that's why when she says that it had been the most romantic book that she ever read, I was like, that's not what she said to the guy who is billed as Charming Man, who <laughs> was in seat 32C. Oh, yeah. Charming Man is Charming Man. Oh, my God. Okay. So, and then they're dancing. Mm-hmm. Will Kemp and the main girl are dancing. I had no idea what her name is. And Eloise. What? Okay. Um, and then <laughs> she says, I want to do something really inauthentic to the period. And they kiss. Which 
And then it's just over. But I don't like, I understand that maybe it's inauthentic to the period in that you wouldn't be making out at a ball because that you had to be, there had to be more decorum. But I don't know. It sounded like they were about to go run through the water sprinklers or something. Like, yeah. Inauthentic to the period made it seem like something else was going to go on. I don't know. But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to lift my skirt above my ankle. Yeah. Let's go tiptoe through the puddles. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Yeah, this this movie just really failed and I'm sad about that. I know. I was really looking forward to it. And and really he didn't pull off. There was no darciness about him. No. For one thing, he was he played it so fay. There was nothing <laughs> silly. Was I was silly. not no, I wasn't drawn to any uh masculinity in no, him. He, which Mr. Darcy is, is kind pretty, of the Darcy yeah. thing. Yeah, and again, like I said in the beginning, like how would I fix this? It's just like I would have made him, I would have made this a riff on Pride and Prejudice. Just go for it, you know? Just make it him being kind of brooding and difficult. It's going to be difficult if he's going to be in the costume, but if he's not going to be in the costume, then, then, then something, just something to like to align the interests of Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennett with these two characters. Well, it would have been great for one thing if it took place in Bath, England. Mm hmm. And perhaps he was the local pub owner and otherwise, you know, and maybe a lot of events took place there. Or maybe it was one of those pubs with lodging and she was staying there. And mm-hmm. and so in a subtle way, he checked all the Darcy boxes and was the Mr. Darcy, you know, that took a little bit of an eye to see. Mm-hmm. Like, because that would have worked even for people who don't know any Jane Austen lore you mm-hmm. know just as a story because the story is solid darcy is is a, a toxic, toxic <laughs> masculinity mm-hmm. um personified and uh and softens for elizabeth bennett who she changes no a man <laughs> right yeah but yeah i mean i, I yeah i just feel like I well feel actually like this- no i would say well actually um well, actually <laughs> I would say that what what the point in Pride and Prejudice is that she more breaks breaks the walls of social um uh veneer the social veneer. She yeah. doesn't change the man. No. She just gets him to you know loosen up and be himself. Mm-hmm. Um which was is something that could translate in every one of these movies. Yeah, and I always like it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, and how else would I fix this is really just like, I think that the main character was flawed in the wrong ways. Like she was just like, she was flawed in her perfection in a lot of ways. Like, and the things that she was supposed to grow through, they didn't really work. She, she, I just wanted her, I wanted her to recognize that maybe, you know, maybe it's too big for a Hallmark movie to recognize that she has internalized misogyny, but, but it just would have been great if if she was, if she was a nerd who, you know, it's like Midnight in Paris. She just, she wishes so bad that things were like they were then and whatever. And she's like, yeah. oh, you know, then then there would have been some sort of like acceptance. Also, the name paging Mr. Darcy is like. Paging. What? Paging is so page? outdated. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? And like, if you're going to reference the, like, the um hello, like earth to so-and-so, paging so-and-so, like, that's a thing. But it doesn't have anything to do. They're not like, if this took place in a Costco, maybe. exactly exactly yeah paging is so like mr darcy's on my blackberry yeah yeah hold on yeah it doesn't make any sense it just and i guess maybe it's supposed to be faxing faxing mr darcy (laughs) (laughs) i mean and maybe it's supposed to be because of books but that paging directly has nothing to do with a book because there are pages in it so whatever but Uh, yeah hmm. anyway that's the end of the movie yeah then the end of the podcast yeah Got nothing more to say about this. No. Wanted better for Will Kemp. Oh, yeah. I hope he's in something good sometime. <laughs> Me too. I'd yeah. like to I'd like to see him dance, but in the more um Oh my god. Athletic sense that I have seen previously, not just this little flipper hands and stuff. <laughs> no. It's just like this didn't even this made Bob Fosse shit look like <laughs> hot, you know? It's true. Speaking yeah. of which, I'm seeing I'm seeing Chicago. I'm seeing Ariana. Speaking of Vanderpump and Bob Fosse, I'm seeing Chicago in New York. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you're home. taking the taking that one for the team. Hopefully, there's I, enough to material to do a Patreon on it. Yeah, I hope so. I I really am eager to hear how it is. Yeah. I know, I know that I mean like I I kind of like the stunt 
um, casting that I love they did that with they Roxy did, yeah. Hart. But I don't know, like, is there anybody I would particularly want to see? I don't think there has been so far. But I mean, it's but the it's perfect because whoever they cast is like I don't know the main character is is it, it, like the fact that they pick celebrities who are kind of not quite qualified fits with that character so well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of not quite qualified, that brings us to our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as usual, I will remind you as new usual because I realized that we were never giving him any credit. Jack does our theme song. His band is T H A L O, his his music name. Mm-hmm. He's really good. And I'm on a bunch of songs. So if you want to hear what I sound like when I'm not going like this and talking about movies all the time, <laughs> then you can hear me on them. And uh if you don't, that's fine. But anyway, our Instagram is nameless best friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Find out anything else you want to know about us from that or from namelessbestfriends.com, mm-hmm. which will send you right to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did know I made a website now. Yeah. You can actually listen to the episodes on there. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You didn't cool. even know that. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.